EA Sports. It's in the game. Hi, I'm Ron Barr for EA Sports. Welcome to a sold-out Colisee de Quebec, home of the Quebec Nordiques. Let's take a look at tonight's matchups. Last season, the youthful Nordiques improved tremendously to finish a strong second in their competitive division. This year, look for the Nords to challenge for a North Atlantic Division title. With the NHL's third-best offense and a capable defensive core, Quebec is strong in all facets of the game. You know what happens when you freeze a pool? It becomes ice. And what do you do on the ice? You make Gretzky's head bleed. <laughs> it's hockey month on the pool scene podcast. I'm Kevin joined by Jim screaming down that right wing, throwing it to Mario Lemieux and then triple DK now. And this week we give you an entry to our swim shorts, swim shorts, hockey shorts, hockey shorts, hockey shorts series. Today we're talking collectively one of our favorite things. Oh God. Yeah. Something that was brought up briefly in the brain scan episode a couple weeks ago, the video game NHL 94. Oh, the best. NHL 94 is a video game developed by EA Canada for consoles and published by EA Sports. Jim, give me your best EA Sports. It's in the game. All right. No pressure involved, but I think I can somewhat nail this. So here we go. <clears throat> EA Sports. It's in the game. I was very childish. And every time I'd play an EA game, be it Madden or NBA Live or NHL, I'd say my big dick it's in my pants <laughs> every time my big dick it's in my pants the best is when you see that dude i'm andrew anthony and i'm the voice of ea sports it's in the game it's when awesome. people see him and they're like do it and he does it's it's so i love the fact that he will do it because i have a feeling there's people out there oh, like yeah. dude i do I, other I things paid now. for that i'm not doing it for free yeah i'm not doing it for free listen ea sports guy do you think he did that in bed <laughs> <laughs> your big tits let me see them i'm ea sports it's in you i wonder how many free beers that guy's got Tons. that doesn't play with it doesn't play with you know hitting on on women i, I would think but yeah but if he if a dude heard him do that he's like, would, let me buy you a beer i'd, I'd be buy like, that guy a beer dude you're not drinking you're not paying all night no i'd buy that how guy much money there. do you have negative 40 dollars you I'll should figure it tell out. people you do that voice do you think you'd have to pretend to be a lot older than you are pool seniors and i want you to be honest to put it on our facebook page do i sound remotely like that I guy it's great. i think it's good i don't know you're gonna have to play the real thing and then your version all right here we go i'll do it then i'll play in post here we go ea sports it's in the game ea sports it's in the game i can't tell the difference i think it's great i think that might have been the best one that I was ever amazing did. that's it's it's there you've got it it's on wax. NHL 94 was released for Sega Genesis, Sega CD, and SNES Super Nintendo. And there was a version developed by MS-DOS for by Park Place Productions. Sorry. But it ended up being <laughs> called just NHL Hockey. That could not have been great. There was also a version released by uh, for PlayStation 4 and Xbox One called NHL 94 Rewind. Yeah. It was also developed by somebody else. Released in October 93, this was the third game in the NHL series franchise, but the 
first to have the combined licenses of both the National Hockey League and the NHL Players Association. That's important. We're going to talk about it. The first NHL game had the NHL license, but not the NHLPA license. So team names, team logos, no player names, but like Los Angeles Kings, number 99. You knew that's great. You knew who that was. The second game had the NHLPA license, but not the NHL license. So, so weird. Wayne Gretzky played for Los Angeles, but who were black and gray or black and silver, but they were not the Los Angeles Kings. Well, because I'm looking at them right now. Kevin and I down here in the studio have NHL hockey, which is people call NHL 92. All of them running all the way to 98. That's the whole Genesis lineup, which we prefer the Sega lineup. EA hockey 92, then NHL PA hockey 93. They had blood, but this was also during the phase of EA sports when they were referring to themselves like ESPN as the EASN, EA Sports Network. Yeah. EA developers brought a version of the first NHL hockey game for Genesis to the 1991 Stanley Cup final. NHL president John Ziegler saw the programmers purposely getting into fights with Wayne Gretzky on the game. Remember, no player names on the first one. Team logos, correct jersey numbers, no names. So they're getting into fights with Los Angeles Kings number 99. By the time EA producer John Brook got home from the finals in Pittsburgh, he had a call from NHL's top brass that they had to remove fighting from the game. But tough shit, NHL. It was too late because the game was already approved by the NHL and $10 million worth of cartridges were already about yeah. to hit shelves. So the NHL then said fighting must be removed from future versions or they would pull the license. The fighting was important enough to John Brook, so he called the NHL's bluff. He went to the NHL Players Association told them why he thought fighting was important. Players association said fighting's cool as long as it's realistic the nhl did indeed pull the license yeah so no team names or logos with the nhl pa license but we did have player names we did so that explains 93 and blood jim for which system would you say is the definitive version of this game i think hands down it's sega i think i might have played 94 for snes but it didn't work for me i prefer the sega it's just the sound chip with the organs it's stellar i would say sega cd oh be- yeah because of the presentation smoothness of the gameplay the fmv then, then i would say genesis snes which is what i had and my brother had it for sega so i you know room over played it in his room but i had it for snes and i just always remember there being a little bit of a lag a little bit everything seemed a little like late or something i think it started in 94 what i liked is between periods especially i think if it was playoff hockey if you're doing a season they will show you a goal from the other game Uh, yeah it's like oh here's what's going on in the minnesota game yeah amazing yeah so pool seniors you may ask how did EA get the license, NHL license, back for 94? So EA planned on moving forward with NHLPA 94. No problem. They were just like, it worked. They know who the teams are, the logos, fuck it, whatever. We have the players. Yeah, we're good We're enough. good. People get it. Player licenses, no team names or logos. It's so. like Griffey. Griffey baseball. Yes. Plus, the NHL was pissed off about being one-upped for 93 with a successful game without their blessing because they were like, you assholes went and made a bunch of money on us, you know, using our shit, but without us. Yeah. So they were pissed. So the NHL was like, we're not going to cooperate anyway, so don't even ask us. But then EA game producer John Brook reached the crossroads. CD-ROM games were growing in popularity. EA wanted to make sure the game was released on Sega CD, oh, including cutscenes with full motion video. 
video, but the NHL owned the rights to their video footage. So EA made a last minute deal with the NHL just a month prior to production of physical cartridges, but EA had to agree to remove the fighting from the game. They did, which is a bummer because they had actually worked with players and spent literally months developing a more realistic fighting system with better animations, stuff like the ability to pull your opponent's jersey over their head. There was blood and it all ended up going out the window and being a waste of time. Yeah. So the game went from being NHL PA 94 to just NHL 94. Drop the the. It's cleaner. Fun fact, the engine for NHL 94 was used for Mutant League hockey and they added extra violence. Didn't have to worry about the Mutant League or Mutant League Players Association removing it. Then EA managed to negotiate fighting back into the game for 96, but the catch was the NHL wanted to make sure certain players didn't have the ability to fight. Oh, mostly fuck. Gretzky. They wanted to God pro- forbid. They wanted to protect their certain players. The white meat Canadian baby face. And of course, there's also a famous scene in the 1996 movie Swingers where Vince Vaughn's character is playing NHL PA 93 and trying to quote make Wayne Gretzky's head bleed <laughs> while using Jeremy Roenick. Vince Vaughn put this in the movie himself personally and then the scene led to him becoming a real life friends with Jeremy Roenick. Okay, that's cool. I wish they still had fights in this game so I could bitch slap Wayne. Wait a minute, I'm fighting anymore? Oh, doesn't that suck? Why'd they get rid of the fighting? It's the best part of the old version. I think kids were hitting each other or something, man. Yeah, but you know what, Mike? You can make their heads bleed on this one. Make somebody's head bleed. Well, we're in playoffs. I'm gonna make Wayne Gretzky's head bleed for super fan number 99 over here. The iconic cover art of NHL 94 shows a Kings Bruins matchup from the Boston Garden, March 15th, 1992. Specifically, we see Kings Thomas Sandstrom trying to score on Boston goalie Andy Moog while Ray Bork attempts a check on Sandstrom. For what it's worth, Moog stopped Sandstrom's attempt and the Bruins won five to one. Such a great name, Andy Moog. NHL 94 had a pretty simple approach, relying mostly on the gameplay rather than game modes. NHL 94 had exhibition game, Stanley Cup playoffs, single game series, Stanley Cup playoffs, best of seven series, and then a shootout mini game. While we discussed Ken Griffey Jr. Baseball having a season mode on the Brain Scan episode, which we talked about in the pool Yeah, check, we did. NHL got season mode the following year in 95, but there was a catastrophic bug. If you played season mode and hit 128 points in the standings, you're done. It allowed you to keep playing your season but for some reason it defaulted your points back to zero so you couldn't make the playoffs <laughs> so real bad for a game that advertises full season play because it's like hey i'm undefeated you know 70 games into the season shit and now i have zero points and i'm the worst team in the league the biggest reason nhl 94 was superior to the previous two versions is due to the introduction of the one-timer game changer it's comparing the manual in tony hawk 3 yeah so nhl 94 makes 93 unplayable If you are receiving a pass, you can hit the shoot button before the puck arrives and it will shoot automatically. To me, the feel, there's nothing quite like like gaming it successfully to score on a one-time. It's seamless. It's like a feel thing. It's just, it's awesome. It's one of the best things in gaming. But there is that, it's not a glitch. It's an exploit where if you go around that's the my, goalie. That's my next point. The two easiest ways to score in NHL, in NHL 94 are the one-timer or the wraparound. So the wraparound, as Jim started to say, 
with the puck, you skate around the opposing goal. And if you come around the other side, sometimes the goalie just doesn't follow. Yeah. And you shoot into an open it's net. It's easier not going backhand. Yeah. And you shoot into an open net. In addition to 1993-94 rosters, both all-star teams were playable. One of the underrated introductions for NHL 94, team-specific songs played on the organ at the start of periods uh, and after scoring. Hartford. Including Birthday by the Beatles, which seems weird that they had the rights to use. That's right. They did. But an example of one would be the Saints Go Marching In for St. Louis Blues or Brass Bonanza for the Hartford Whalers, which I think you mentioned last week. Yeah, on D2. On D2. Stones you cold all night. All of a sudden, you catch a pass on the tape, and you turn the stone wall into a sieve. NHL 94 for Sega Genesis and Super NES. One timers, cold streaks, oh yeah, hot streaks. If it's in the game, EA Sports, it's in the game. Jim, tell the pool seniors, which team do you use on NHL 94? So there was a period in time, I'm somewhat embarrassed to say that I was all in on Pittsburgh, basically because they won the Stanley Cup, casual NHL fan. I was like, all right, it's the best team in the league. It's Mario Lemieux. Yager was a speed demon in that game. Yeah. Yager was, was he the last one that was actively playing hockey, not necessarily in NHL that was in a game that you could play on Sega. That was that. But then around 95, 96, maybe it's because Colorado became around. I was like, you know what? I'm going to start going back into 94 and I'm going to play as Quebec, the Nordiques, Matt Sundin, Joe Sackick. And now when you and I have our tournaments and you're the fucking sabers every goddamn time there's video footage well there was video footage on youtube but there was a power struggle but kevin and i would go back and forth with the nordiques and the buffalo sabers yeah so i famously used the buffalo sabers because of pat lafontaine alexander mogilny my backup vancouver whether this is true or not because i've never entered an actual tournament and there's a lot of them at one point in time i believe i was the greatest nhl 94 player in the world put it on my tombstone (laughs) in all seriousness it's like the ten thousand hours theory where if you do something for ten thousand hours you perfect it i just think i put in so much time in my childhood and not only that thousands of hours my brother and his friends were six years older than me six seven eight years older than me so i'm 12 year old 11 year old 10 year old playing against adults basically and you're totally ruling her and i think it's sharp in my skills and uh at that time i also was very i don't care if i lose now like if you and i play and yeah, i lose it's, whatever it's cash i'm you know but at that time i was i cared so much about winning i was ultra competitive but there was a game like a year ago where you and i were playing down here and you were beating me by like eight or nine goals and somehow i came back and won But I'm not going to take full credit because I do think this game has some rubber band, rubber band AI where it kind of not as bad as NBA Jam, not as bad as NBA Jam using Chicago and Jeremy Roenick was always considered like a cheat code experts will tell you that the tier list is a little different by system though. On Sega, you want to use the Blackhawks or Red Wings. On SNES, you want to use the Penguins or the Bruins. And I don't know why that is. Weird. Unless they were released like in staggered releases and they tinkered with. On the NHL 94 forums, which if you ever go to these things, they're very serious. They're nuts. They have tournaments, like you said. Yeah. Serious tournaments. Still. Tons per year. Someone used intense math, so analytics and stuff to do full math based on team and player rankings. 
According to their study, here are the top 10 players on NHL 94. Jeremy Roenick for Chicago. That's number 10. Number one. Oh, number one. Pavel Bure, Vancouver. Alexander Mogilny, Buffalo. Ed Bell for Chicago. Okay. So right there, it tells you, you have the best goalie on the game, the best player on the game if you use Chicago. Didn't win a Stanley Cup. Did not win a Stanley Cup. Nope. Steve Eiserman, Detroit. Tamu Solani, who came up last week for Winnipeg. Fearin Flurry. I was calling him Theo Flurry. Yeah, everybody did. For Calgary. Dino Ciccarelli for Detroit. Fedorov? No Fedorov. Whoa. I think this was early for Fedorov's takeoff. I think yeah. he didn't really become the best player in the league. Right. Like closer to 95, 96. True. Patrick Waugh, Montreal. Doug Gilmore, Toronto. Wayne Gretzky appears at 12. Los Angeles. Hmm. So Ron Barr was the host. It was called Sports Byline USA. He was chosen as the announcer on the game. And the funny thing for Ron Barr is that when people would see him. Hi, I'm Ron Barr for EA Sports. They thought it was his game, like Madden. Like so they'd come Ron up to Ron Barr. Hey, man, we love your game. And he's like, <laughs> what? what? What are you talking about? <laughs> NHL 98 ended up being the last 2D hockey game for Genesis and SNES. The most expensive one I bought. But NHL 98 also got full 3D versions for PlayStation and Sega Saturn. So yeah. It's that thing we talked about a little bit during the um, brain scan pool check where the last games on a system are always the ones that are like considered the best. So NHL 98 is interesting because they literally made a different version of the game for different systems. Now, one, I think when I bought that, it's open, but it's complete. I think that cost me like $70 We're gonna to play get it after we go off the air. Yeah, that's we've um, never played that one. I've never played it. I've never touched it. I played 97. See, I've never played NHL 97 for Sega. I played that. I started a Phoenix Coyote season for PS1 and I made Tiger Woods in the game. I, uh, Why I not? like Wayne Gretzky's hockey for it, which I asked Jim what I call it. Grinsky's. Grinsky. I always call I always it Grinsky. Grinsky's. I don't know why. I, I remember Mario it. Lemieux hockey for Genesis. There's that um, two on two open ice challenge we like three, it it's fun three it's, on, three it's, NBA jam. it's NBA jam Jim before we we skate on out of here any uh NHL 94 memories you would like to share dude it's just memories of being in my parents basement and all of us going back and forth for hours setting up tournament brackets and me literally getting fucking pissed <laughs> when goddamn you is Pat LaFontaine I remember getting you that Pat LaFontaine yep, jersey have it. and we had like I remember we put up championship tape and we would tape the winner and going down the basement wall of my uh, parents' house. I, you know, the thing about NHL 94, and then this is an indictment to me on video games, is that something like NHL 94 is so simple, but it is yeah. so fun and the playability is so through the roof. Whereas like modern games, you There's, can give it's a all simulation. the graphics in the world and all that and all the cutscenes and, and stuff and realism. Just give me a, a playable game like NHL 94. Yeah. And is something as mundane as a one-timer? Yeah changed everything well it's it makes me kind of interested because we're, we're staring at all these and I, I definitely want to play one when we go off the air but it's like it makes me wonder well you know we we remember 94 so fondly i never had yeah. any interest in 95 96 97 didn't give a shit didn't give a shit 94 was good enough for me but it makes me wonder like on 96 they would have had the updated fighting system yeah Maybe that's fun. 98 should have it too. 98 should have everything. 98 should be phenomenal. 98 should be phenomenal. We'll, yeah. we'll report back. We will. So next week, stay tuned for the uh, final app. The where Peter we tell Forsberg you, update. We, <laughs> Peter Forsberg will join us and tell us how NHL 98 for Genesis is. Yeah. Until next week, Silencia. E. 
EA Sports. It's in the game.